This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Talking about the Eras Tour movie that's made over $100 million worldwide. And it hasn't even opened And yet. no one's even seen it yet. <laughs> how long? Do we know how long it is yet? I mean, the concert was three hours, right? Oh, yeah. So does that mean the movie's going to be three hours? Yeah, it may be. Well, I'll tell you that um, there were no breaks. I mean, it's not like, you know, like sometimes there's like, I mean, like really long. Yeah, but I mean, I would say the longest break maybe even for her to change clothes is around two minutes wow. it's i mean there's like no breaks wow it opens next friday because as swifties know 13 is taylor's lucky number and uh, next friday is friday october 13th so that It'll makes sense totally be playing in 8500 theaters in 100 different countries it is wow. expected to be one of the one of the biggest debuts of the year it already set a single-day ticket sales record for AMC theaters in the U.S. with $26 million. No movie's ever done that before. <laughs> wow. That's I mean, insane. not even Marvel movies. I just looked it up. Crazy. How long will the Eras Tour movie be? And it says the concert film will run two hours and 45 minutes. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. In related news, a pair of tickets to any Taylor Swift show around the world... Sold for $15,000 at Selena Gomez's charity auction. Wow. Wow. That's a pretty penny. Dang, yeah. that better include a meet and greet. Wow. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you would hope. You would hope. We are living in the Taylor Swift era. Yes. Guys. God. It is no longer the Paris Hilton era. No. <laughs> it hasn't been for a very long time. It has not been, but you wouldn't know that because she's getting a new TV show. My friend Kim got a show. That's hot. <laughs> she released a book earlier this year, Paris the Memoir, and now it's being turned into a TV steer- series with Ellen Dakota Fanning among the producers. Oh. Paris is producing this as well, so she's going to have some creative control, and that's pretty much all we know at this point. But yeah. Well, she's a mom now. Series. It might be neat to see that side of her. But it's based on the memoir, so. Oh, so it doesn't include it doesn't her being include a mom. That part. Yeah. Well, never mind. I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, a story that we did this morning on the Facebook Live video was kind of fascinating. Ed Sheeran is prepared to die. Like, he's got all his ducks in a row. He really is ready to die. He already has his grave prepared in his backyard. People, they've called it a crypt. 
That's weird. This is odd to me. But he says this grave that he's got in the backyard is actually more of a chapel, you know, more of like a, I guess, a rich person's crypt that he calls a chapel. Well, apparently he's planning on living there his entire life or keeping this home forever. Yeah, this estate. It's kind of like, yeah, uh, Memphis, Graceland for Elvis. Right. Yeah. Uh, but he says in the backyard, there's it's just a hole that's dug in the ground with a bit of stone over it. So whenever the day comes, he says, and I, and I pass away, I get to go in there. <laughs> and he says, you know, people do. They think it's weird. They think it's really morbid. But the thing is, I've had friends die without wills. Mm. And no one ever knows what to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. He just had a really good friend die, didn't he? And he wrote that song about him. Yes. And that's one of the reasons why he built it, because he wanted a place to mourn friends who have passed away. He also hosts friends' weddings there. And when it was being built, he was like, wow, this is just beautiful. You know what? I think I want to be buried here, too. It sounds more of like some sort of sanctuary than... You know, like mm-hmm. if, if weddings are happening there and funerals. Right. Like a peace sanctuary or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Like growing up throughout most of my life, I always kind of envisioned myself being buried in my hometown of Lexington, Massachusetts. And there's this, there's a cemetery that I always loved going to because I had some, some uh, childhood friends who mm-hmm. were buried there. Mm-hmm. So I attended funerals there. And in that grief, in the midst of that grief, I remember thinking this is one of the most beautiful places. It doesn't have headstones. It's just, you know, the grave markers. Mm -hmm. But it's in just this little beautiful wooded oasis. And I've, I've just always loved it. And I always thought that I would be buried there someday. And then my mother passed away and I discovered that it was owned by the city and it was really inexpensive to get a plot there. Yeah. So I seriously considered getting myself one too, but at the same time I'm like it's you know, I left here years ago and yeah. I don't feel the same connections to this place that I did back then and and plus there's not a whole lot of space left and most of what's left is like by the street, so Well, you like city living. <laughs> I know. Easy to find. <laughs> yeah, I thought about that. But I mean, what a weird thing to be. Th- I guess it's not that weird. I mean, that maybe that's the problem. Is we sh- and, yeah, we should be thinking yeah, about people these don't want to think about it. They don't. Nobody wants to just to, to think about their demise. But at some point, you're going to have to, or else all those decisions are left for the people who are remaining after you're gone. Right, and that also made me think: like, if if we're not living there, does that place a burden on mine? Now, yes, why get you there to get me there? Yes. Also, do yeah. you want to be just get cremated and spread your ashes somewhere? <laughs> but do you want to be next to Kristen yes. though? Too like the two of you. You know what I mean? That's the other no, thing. No, because Scott she I... wants to be cremated and she wants her ashes spread over the family yeah. lake area there. So mm-hmm. Scott and I just had this conversation like on the way back from Nashville, and he's like, "Have you ever thought about it?" And I'm like. Not really, but now that we have a kid, I'm like, what if all of a sudden we like end up living in Florida and she lives in Florida for the rest of her life? Do I want to be buried in Northern Kentucky? Yeah, it's yeah. weird. It's a weird combo. My uh, my brother and sister in law, you guys know, they lost their ver- their first baby, right? So yes. they had to buy a, a plot for him to be buried, and so they bought theirs at the same time. And then my parents were like, well. 
if there's like a BOGO, we'll get in on this. <laughs> so my parents bought theirs, and then a cousin would got they went in with one. Oh, it's a whole family situation. With one, you know, with the thought of buying one, and ended up buying like seven at the time. Oh, that's. Do fun. you have one there? No. Oh. Maybe you're not going to be a part of it then. <laughs> I know, but would you want to be in Michigan with your parents, or would you, would you like to be with Chris? I don't know. That's what that's what I'm saying. It's such a weird combo. Yeah, it's weird, but I don't know. I guess I would feel better if I had that stuff worked out because I got everything else worked out. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I got I get the will. And yeah, just leave it up to us. Just write in the will that we that we, that we'll take care of it. <laughs> I've always we'll had your it. best intentions in mind. Whoa. The Q102 Morning Show is in charge of Jeff's remains. Yes, exactly. Let us they will decide when we'll the decide, time is appropriate. Yes, and what we're going to do with it. Mm. My mom told us that she wanted to be like cremated and split up into like like a little bit for me, a little bit for my sister. But she wanted to be planted like in the yard yeah. wherever we live as like a tree. But then I was like, but what if we move? Like, right. And, and the, you're just under this tree. And she was like, well, you could dig the tree up and take it with you. I'm like, Mom, you just can't dig up a tree. And be like, oh, here comes Nana with us. She's on top of the car. You have no idea. It's such a weird convo. I think it's, you know, some of the things that are really cool, how that can bury you in the ocean and mm-hmm. make you part of a coral reef. That or, is cool. You know, you also with a tree, you know, somewhere. You know, I, know right. I think some Spring Grove does cool do the tree things. thing. There's some cool options out there. Yes. And Put you in the ground. Yeah. This is what I see happening is, you know, I leave it to you guys and you cremate me and I somehow end up in Jen's car for the next year and a half. <laughs> year There's and no half. place you'd rather be. <laughs> well, until I get a new car. And then say, it's a, right, she's until she's it. cleaning it out and she's like, oh, I oh, forgot this was here. There's Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Also true. Also a Funny possibility. It's, yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Very plausible. <laughs> Facts. All right. So it would have been kind of fun to be at a Philadelphia Phillies game on Wednesday. There was an anonymous fan that bought two rounds of beer for the entire Section 103. Wow. Considering their section has 352 seats, drinks between 12 and 16 bucks, fans spent around $9,000. That's a lot of beer. The lucky fan in Section 103 say, says they know who the anonymous buyer is and that he's always been a nice guy who doesn't want credit for his generosity. Wow. That's kind of cool. That's nice. I, I don't know if that's how, if I wanted to, to you know, put $9,000 into the community. I don't know if buying a whole section, a couple of beers would be my choice. But, you know, we've all got our thing. Well, I'd be looking around. I'd be like, except for that guy. He's already had too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of football, Chicago Bears legend Dip. Dick Butkus died in his sleep yesterday. Dick Butkus. He was 80 years old. He spent all nine of his NFL seasons with the Chicago Bears and was a first ballot Hall of Famer in 1979. He's the guy that would, uh, they would parody him on SNL, right? Yeah, Go Bears. In 2010, <laughs> NFL Films placed him at number 10 on the NFL's top 100 greatest players. Here's Dick and narrator Peter Coyote from that show. I want to just let them know that they've been hit. And when they get up, they don't have to look to see who it is uh, that hit them. Shouldn't be any puzzle. When they come to, they got to say, well, it must have been Butkus that got me. <laughs> Dick Butkus was much more than an intimidator. In just nine seasons, he forced 47 turnovers, including a then-NFL record 25 fumble recoveries. 
His career was cut short by a broken down knee, but not before Butkus had played every down of football he possibly could. He stood for something just as important as victory. He gave everything he had on every play. Wow. Yeah. Well, after hanging up the cleats, Butkus became an actor. He starred in a series of Miller Lite commercials alongside fellow NFL retiree Bubba Smith. Mm-hmm. Also Bubba appeared in Smith. TV series My Two Dads, Blue Thunder, and Hang Time. Did tons of guest appearances on television over the years. I forgot he was on My Two Dads. I Who also, was he? I also forgot about My Two Dads. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't a great actor, but he was fun. No, but his movies included... Any given Sunday. That's a great movie if you've never seen it. Oh, that oh, is yeah, a great movie. Al Pacino and uh, Cameron Diaz, right? Isn't that her? Yeah, and Jamie mm-hmm. Foxx. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that is a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about Hamburger, the motion picture? That's a cinematic classic. Oh, yeah. He was in a bunch. Yeah, but his heart always belonged to football. He once said, Football for me was never work. If you love something, it's not work. That's right. Yeah, but if acting were my true love, my real true love, well, then I'd be honing my craft. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't I? Over at some... This is true. Crappy theater. <laughs> yeah, a lot of tributes coming in. and Dick Butkus, gone at the age of 80. That's all I've got, really. All right, we'll leave it there, then. Okay. More e-news coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art this episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe dive into the western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from prada you can shop for everything on your agenda whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Ring is offering to pay you $1 million if your doorbell camera catches actual footage of aliens. Yeah, that's all you got to do. And they're out there. You know they are. Now, you know, we watch... Uh, video, film, we look at pictures of supposed extraterrestrials, and they're always like super grainy and blurry and hard to tell, and it could be 8 million things or another. But, you know, with the ring camera, I mean, those are usually pretty nice. They're pretty clear. They get good images, Mm -hmm. which is why they're so popular. Mm -hmm. So they're running a contest called the Million Dollar Search for Extraterrestrials, and you have until November 3rd to submit. Uh, it doesn't have to be necessarily high-definition footage of E.T. waving at the camera. <laughs> um, that would be awesome. You know, but it's but it's mm. got to be compelling enough that it's indisputable. Yeah. 
if someone does send in legit footage of aliens, then they're going to get $50,000 a year for the next two decades. What? I yeah. know. How about that? But yeah. Oh, my gosh. But if you Crazy, fake right? anything or use CGI or AI or try pulling a deep fake, you're automatically disqualified. They got people that can tell this stuff. Uh, now, having said that, fake stuff is allowed for a different contest they're running through. Uh, so if you want to have some fun with it, they're giving out $500 Amazon gift cards for the most creative submissions that don't qualify for the million-dollar prize. That's, this All is right. pretty fun, though. It is this a lot could of be fun. really fun. I mean, does it? I don't have one. Yeah. So does it alert you when there's motion? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. you can set it up any way you want. Okay. It'll even tell you, like, like ours will say... There's a, like, it'll say, like, you had a package delivery. Like, it'll it'll know that somebody walked up, dropped something off, and left. And then it'll say, there's a face at your front door. Like, if somebody's sitting there waiting for you to answer or talk. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty intuitive. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it'll say, unfamiliar face. Huh. Costumes and props are allowed, but it has to be filmed on your ring camera. Judging will be based on creativity and humor. All right. Well, that's kind of fun. Perfect timing, you know, with Halloween and all. Right. Uh, Let me run this by the kids listening. You ever open up your lunchbox at school and think, what is this? There's no passion here. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, there's a reason for that. If you're not loving your lunch and it doesn't excite you and you don't feel like whoever's packing it is putting any effort into it. (laughs) The reason might be because 26% of parents say packing their kids' lunchbox is their least favorite chore. It's not fun. I think the challenge is... pretty easy. It's not because we get challenged with coming up with... For me, it's the variety part of it. You know, I have like my go-to staples, but then you also have these moms too that go above and beyond sometimes in my opinion that do like the little they'll use the the cookie cutter shapes to make you have a heart p b and j so you're feeling pressure oh yeah and then it'll be like well you know Kristen got um bubble gum and hers and i only got and it's the variety it's Mm. all the things so why not yeah just send them have them buy the lunch from the oh i I push it man because they send home the menu at the month the beginning of the month that tells you like today is this today is this and i sell it i'm like guess what you're having today pizza on a whole grain that sounds great you know that kind of thing yeah i i prefer the at lunch but i also have to pack a breakfast as well well Kristen would like put all this effort into it because it was just fun for her Mm -hmm. like that's up her wheelhouse you know that's it is for some people kind of her Mm -hmm. thing and she just got a lot of joy out of sticking little treats in there especially seasonal treats or if Mm -hmm. it was the first day of summer or if it was halloween officially halloween season little notes yeah or she might stick like a fake spider in there just to be playful uh but most parents for the most part find that the least fun thing to do (laughs) in the morning, getting the kids ready for school. In fact, 29% would rather clean the bathroom Oh my God! Then put a few things That's together for their dramatic. kids' lunch. No, it's like you're crazy. Yeah, <laughs> come on now. Seventeen percent of parents say they'd rather get a cavity filled. Oh, oh my God! Then prepare their kids' lunch. Am I getting the gas when I get there, <laughs> or like or what's what? happening? No way. But to Fritch's point, 
packing lunch boxes can take a lot of time, especially if you're preparing multiple items to your kids' taste and not just tossing a Lunchable in. Mm-hmm. And it can be frustrating because 72% of parents say their child's lunches often come back from school uneaten. Yes, so they feel like they're doing all this work for... <laughs> For nothing. Nothing. <laughs> For what? And that's frustrating. And then you have this conversation. Well, if you didn't eat the sandwich, then what did you eat? Well, then you should have just bought. I don't know why. You have that whole thing. Right. By the way, if you're teaching your kids to pack their own lunch, there's a promotion happening on social media hosted by one of the juice companies. Uh, they're making you, let's see, you just have to pack your, you just have to, oh, you just have your kids pack their lunch, take a photo, post on social media with a dumb hashtag. This is dumb. What if you, what if you, I mean, like, honestly, when you were. ain't worth it. Yeah. When you were a kid, what would you have put in your lunch, given the uh, opportunity to pack your own? Bologna sandwich and Doritos and some form of candy. Yeah. I think Penelope's would be like, like, there would be no actual substance. It might be like a cheese stick, a yogurt. Um, some sort of little Debbie cake, a candy, cheese balls. Yeah, I was okay with the sandwiches that my mother made, but I would have also preferred like those little snack pack pudding things. And oh, yeah. the pudding. And you remember like the potato sticks? Oh, snacks? yes. I love those. Those were good. Yeah, my friend Karen Laughlin, she shared with me sometimes, but oh, that was nice. She got one of hers every day, and I yeah. was. Always a little jealous. And the kids that had the snack packs, I'm like, I don't want pudding. <laughs> Why don't I get pudding? Because my mother says it's junk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my mom won't let me. Mom says it's crap. And then you load it up full of healthy stuff, and that's all the stuff they bring back. Yeah, yeah. she put like an apple in there. Yeah, you're like, why didn't you eat the apple? And then you know what we do as moms? We send that apple right back the next day. We're like, you didn't eat it yesterday. You're staying in today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, let's see, let's see, let's see. Crocs unveiled something new, a Crocs cowboy boot. It's fantastic. I just looked it up. They aren't available. I tried to order one, but they're not available until October 23rd. Are you, would you wear Croc cowboy boots? I might at least a few times just for the novelty of it. (laughs) It would be fun. What do they look like? Are they? They look like cowboy boots. I'm wearing my Croc, um, crocodile Crocs today. And that's what the foot of it looks like. It looks like a crocodile skin. And oh, then, oh, yeah, and then no. their boots with <laughs> it's got a stars spur on, on the them back. and a spur on the back. <laughs> yeah, the Crocs cowboy boot has spurs and all. Uh, then they're available beginning October twenty third. They'll run one hundred twenty dollars a pair. Isn't they? Are they getting more expensive? Well, it depends. I mean, they're you. They're plain old Crocs are the same price but when they come out with something like the barbie crocs and they have a lot of gibbets on them or their platform yeah. they're a little more expensive if i wasn't looking closely i wouldn't it wouldn't even occur to me those were crocs i know and that great but it says crocs in very big letters around the top it says you can join the wait list did you get on there not yet oh. i have the crocs app oh so that's and you probably got to. targeted with this. Yeah, if you want people to notice it, like you'd have to tuck your pants in so that they see the Crocs. Well, you and wear the them with leggings. Mm-hmm. It's got to be way more comfortable than a regular cowboy boot, oh, though. God, honestly, yeah. those take forever to break in. And the and the what is that like? The shoe part of it is so narrow sometimes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, for now they say it's a limited release, uh, but there's been enough demand on social media that it's they might rethink that. 
uh, on social media, they joke these boots are made for crocking. <laughs> so there that's you go. Funny. That is funny. For all you Gen Zers, that's a reference to a 58 year old song by Nancy Sinatra. Oh my gosh, how fun! Now I didn't get in on the Shrek Crocs either. I didn't. Oh, so bummed word. about those. And those were limited edition, right? Well, they've still uh, they may come out with more of them because they're on the they're on the site and on the app, but they're only in like you know women's size six. Who oh, the hell wears the size really six? They're really supposed to be for kids. Yeah. Well, no, they've just sold out of all of the other sizes. Oh. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Can you get them in a men's size? This it's all the same. Oh, nuts. So let me run this by you. Something called Altoona-style pizza. Altoona-style. Is making the rounds online, yeah. Its namesake is the city of Altoona, A-L-T-O-O-N-A. Uh-huh. About two hours east of Pittsburgh. You've probably driven through it. Yeah. Anyway, Altoona-style pizza is a slice of thick Sicilian-style pizza with green peppers and salami instead of pepperoni. Okay. But the salami is not why it's going viral. Its defining characteristic is a slice of American cheese on top. Oh. And why? this has been a thing for decades. This is a real thing in a very small part of Pennsylvania. Altoona-style pizza. Now, why do you put just a slice of what? Well, back in the day, a place called the Altoona Hotel started selling it. This was in the 1960s. The original recipe used Velveeta, but I guess over the years, Kraft Singles became acceptable. And a writer for The Takeout did a big story on it and called it confoundingly delicious. What? Yeah, here's a quote from the article. American cheese on pizza works. It's odd and it's ugly, but... <laughs> But it is undeniably magnificent. I just pulled a picture up in Jen's face. I thought she was going to puke a little bit. She's like, this is not pizza. It looks almost like a sandwich, doesn't it? It doesn't look right. Like an open-faced kind of... um, Something. Yeah, but remember like back in the day, you know, you'd get like double the meat, double the cheese on the sausage, egg, and cheese croissant from Dunkin'? Always. Yeah. And that was great to get double the meat, double the cheese. (laughs) I mean, it kind of looks like it looks like they've doubled the cheese on this pizza with the American with the crap singles. Yeah, but what's what did you say was underneath it again? Salami, green peppers, and what else? Yeah, it's it's a slice of thick Sicilian style pizza with green peppers and salami okay. instead of the pepperoni. And then the cheese. So you're just replacing the pepperoni with salami. Although you can find like they have salami that is as small as pepperoni, so they. I mean, they could look identical and you wouldn't know it. Yeah. I, I, we eat those until sometimes you on our it. charcuterie boards. Yeah. So, like, what if you and Penelope had some fun, like a make-your-own-pizza night, decided to go crazy? And put Amer- I, It's the American cheese for me, though. I just feel like it's so plasticky. I don't know if I could get down on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's like, what? Who is, is it just a craft single? Or Yeah, it looks like. Yeah. Don't you think that's what it looks just like? Take they it just, out of the paper. They just take yeah. one after the Ooh. other after the other, and they just kind of lay them lay them well, on there. It's just not even cheese. I mean, yeah. is there such a thing as real American cheese, or is it all processed, extra processed? and mm. Right, but the point is, is that they're using the cheese that you would put, like, on any... cheeseburger or any sandwich that we eat every day but why would you be appalled at having it on a pizza and not a 
hamburger. Because it's because a different cheese. I have Jeff. standards, Jeff. That's why. <laughs> well, when it comes All right, to then pizza, you are though, obviously not into Altoona style pizza. I probably I would probably try it. I would definitely but eat I, it. Yeah, I mean, come on, please. If it was my only option, especially if that's the only pizza there is, is Altoona style pizza, it's better than no pizza at all. Well, your reaction is not new. A lot of people have that same reaction, which is the point of the writer for takeout. He's he thought it would be the worst thing ever, and said it well, was confoundingly delicious. It's how it's how outsiders take a look at Cincinnati chili. Same thing. Yeah, you know they all think we're weird. Yeah, but we just had a story um, earlier this week about Skyline Chili was number seven on a poll of the best fast food restaurants in the United States. How about that? According, in the United States. In the How United many other States, States are we in now? According to Google reviews, like so they went online and they pulled up all these reviews of people doing fast food restaurants and Skyline was number seven. All right, so we know Skyline's in Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana, and Florida. Yeah. I think that maybe in some other places that I'm just not aware of. But I do, I do see them keep expanding in Florida, more and more mm -hmm. of them. I believe. Yeah, that was wild when I was down in Ocala to see a to see a skyline there. Mm -hmm. I do want to mention one thing since you brought up skyline. Oh yeah, this is great. Skyline is introducing breakfast, but only at their CVG location. This is awesome. And the last time I was the there, menu. last time I was there, they had the you. big, um, like, coming soon. And everyone was so excited. Yeah, this is, uh, this is an opportunity for people to try the new Skyline breakfast menu before anyone else. They're going to be sampling four of the new breakfast menu items at the Skyline Fountain Square today from 8 until 1 p.m. Uh, it's in celebration of the new CVG airport location that's coming soon. Uh, Skyline breakfast will be sold exclusively at CVG airport beginning this fall. Yeah, but they got like a breakfast burrito on there and all kinds of good stuff. There's a breakfast burrito, a breakfast whey, mm -hmm. breakfast chilito, and a breakfast coney. Yes. Mm. And that's like a sausage link with the chili and cheese on top. It sounds yeah, good, Yeah, instead of hot dog, it's sausage. Mm -hmm. So good. Yeah, that does. So anyway, that's, that's going on today. an early flight. Yeah, so if you work downtown and you want to try it, uh, they're selling it at the Fountain Square location from 8 to 1 today. And after today, the only place you'll be able to get the breakfast items is at the Skyline CVG Airport. Which makes sense. From 8 to 1? Uh, 8 to 1 today. Too bad somebody can't run some up to us. <laughs> I know. I want to try that breakfast burrito. It's got like hash browns in it Ooh, and all kinds of good stuff. That sounds really good. It is one of those things, though, like when you come back in, like when we came back home from St. Lucia, it was like our first stop. It, it just like instinctually... We That's went to Skyline go. on the way home because we just were craving the ways, man. Yeah. Yeah, Tim, when you're done with a mom and pop spot, Jen would like you to go downtown to Fountain Square <laughs> yeah, to pick up some breakfast skyline for her. Free. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.